I'ma make this bag blow rolling smoke I'm a nose leaning on the console I ain't seen no asphalt in about 10 miles What's up man? What's up man? I see you smiling which means the camera's probably on me <laughs> but I don't know what's on me yet so I'm sure you no, fuck something up way. and we don't have a picture. No, I keep a little it that intel. way. We don't yeah. have, we don't have yeah. a something, but we have a something. So then it's it's everyone's staring at me, just bobbing my head to fucking long cut. Welcome to the Day One Dollar Zero podcast, everyone. Now you're changing the subject. Go. I'm trying to get better about <laughs> these intros, man. <clears throat> guys, as much as we love making these podcasts, we love more <laughs> that you guys support us with everything that we do. So iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, wherever there are podcasts, you can find us. We super appreciate it. We do. Um, appreciate the support. You guys can find me on Instagram, Will underscore Grimes, G-R-I-M-E-S, Eli. Not really relevant or uh, or does anything on social media. I'm sure yeah, you can yeah. throw his out there. You're not going to see much from him. Um, super will. frustrating, by the way, that he doesn't. You'll, but, see, um, you'll see some things once in a while. Please or, throw an ad to him. Yeah. He's on, uh, I'd appreciate that. Good he's shit. on Instagram food stamps right now. They're throwing, out, him like, <laughs> they're throwing him a couple of feed beef. I'm getting all the Will scraps. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> How was that for an intro? Was that all right? That was great. I appreciate awesome, that. Awesome, man. Good one today. Um, a little top of mind. Uh, I'm a big sports guy. I love sports. Love sports. I love the competition of it. Um, take it how you want. But it's it's a pattern I've seen for a long time. I've kind of made a couple posts about it here and there, man. Um, I don't think I've ever, or we have ever made a, um, a podcast about it. But I want to talk about just people protecting their thoughts and just little mind shifts. Because I think a lot of people that are good people <clears throat> or typically positive people or productive people also do this in addition to quote-unquote haters or whatever the hell you want to call them. I think this is relevant outside of just haters, for lack of a better term. And I don't, I don't really go too far into, like, the whole hate stuff. Like, if people are just in that state, I don't talk to them at all. We really try to protect this podcast and just create content for what we, you know, what we what we see our, our audiences have just go-getters and people that are just out there trying to make a difference in their life and other people's lives through entrepreneurship, and they're out there getting after it. So I don't want to sit here and yell at people or do anything crazy because I'm, I'm, I feel like our audience is pretty productive. However... I think this thing right here, even productive or for the most part positive people do, and I want you to protect it. But uh, it's a post that I made the other day, and it said, um, <clears throat> men, this is men and women, but I wrote men because I, I try my best to speak to men. And um, if we're speaking to men, it's from, or if we're speaking to women, it's from our perspective, and we try to open up the conversation from there. But the post I made, that's, it said, um, men who celebrate another man's loss, that's loser shit right there. And I feel like it is. I started seeing this. Man, I've seen it for a long time. <clears throat> it really hit me a couple years ago when Tom Brady lost the Super Bowl uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles. <clears throat> the fact that the Philadelphia Eagles were even in the Super Bowl was phenomenal. And Eli, I know this is hard for you. Football, American-style football. That's the thing with, yeah, 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 okay. For those of you that don't know, Eli's not a big, <laughs> Eli's big into mixed martial arts and jiu-jitsu and loves that. Completely knows what football is, but I bust his balls. Barely. Not a, not a, Barely. Not a big footballer. I know which guy. ball goes to which. That's about it. It pains me. I feel like I need Sal yeah. for Sella. Yeah, you do. I feel like we need Sal for Sella on here. You backing do, me bro. up with sports, man, because you it, it's it's painful. Um, I just want you to <laughs> like what I like, babe. <laughs> but, oh, um, but the fact that the Eagles were even in the Super Bowl that year, that a backup quarterback, uh, second-string quarterback, great quarterback, but was not the starter. In addition to that, they had so many other non-starters that had to fill in due to starters being injured throughout that year. Okay. Still made it to the Super Bowl and then beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Everybody was so busy celebrating Tom Brady's loss. There was like no acknowledgement to the accomplishment of what the Philadelphia Eagles did. Interesting. 
I bet Philly didn't even have a damn parade. It was that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, did just no parade after the Super Bowl, no ring ceremony, no nothing. It was literally just, and I'm being facetious, but it was literally just this hate fest of like, yeah, fuck Tom. And, yeah. I, and I'm just like, wow. Why do you hate that guy so much? Like, well, he cheated. Are you sure? A lot of people cheat. You know, like, there's just so much. And I'm just like, man, people fucking love to hate winners is how I is how I see it. They don't go into, like, the donations and, and the things he does with nonprofit, philanthropy, whatever you want to call it. They don't go into any of that stuff. It's literally just like they want that guy taken down at all costs, you know. And, it, and, it, and it's, man, it's so intriguing, right? And, and feel free to do what mm-hmm. you want, but... It comes around with Conor McGregor as well. Mm. You know, I know he's a he's an he's an interesting cat. You know, he's he's down for his team. He's done some things that maybe not everybody likes, but he's paid for him. He's gone to court, he's paid for him, right? Pro- literally probably paid for them. Yep. Um so he loses to Dustin Poirier the other day. And the memes just start rolling, you oh, know, yeah. like the oh, yeah. with uh Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Sanders and yeah. all this stuff. And I'm just like, wow, yeah. like there it is again. And it's like Hey, Dustin Poirier lost to Connor, got starched in like the first minute, their first bout. Since then, the people he's had to fight to get back on top, the people he's knocked out, the people he's beat just to get back into a position here. And then the UFC was in a weird place with COVID, but they were they were like kind of combating it. But for some reason, Connor wasn't getting fights. And he, I guess he was super upset about that. So they do this, they were doing this fight before the UFC got involved. Mm. This fight that just happened. Mm-hmm. They were doing it for a nonprofit. They were doing a uh, just an independent oh, fight. Oh no shit, Dustin and Dustin and, and uh, Connor. Interesting. Connor donates a half a million dollars to Dustin Poirier's foundation. It's like, hey, I love what you're doing. I love who you are as a dad. Mm-hmm. I'm a dad. Let's roll and let's do this fight and let's just make it for a cause. Yeah. Then at some point, and I'm being cliff notes here. Um, UFC gets involved. They end up putting it on their card or whatever. It's the main event. Cool, you know. But just everything that Dustin Poirier has done to get to the top. Man, you didn't hear one word about it. And I'm sure there was. So if you if you were the one person out there cheering for Dustin after he won, and you're also listening to this podcast, holy shit, I should buy a lottery ticket. But mountains, I mean, leaps and bounds, celebrating Connor's loss. Not celebrating anything that was donated to that nonprofit. Not celebrating just the awareness that got put around the nonprofit. Not celebrating... Mm-hmm what Dustin Poirier has accomplished just to get back in the ring with a guy like Connor and then put on that type of performance. Wow, man. And I love wanting to celebrate a guy's accomplishment. Almost dude, people almost forgot or probably did forget about Dustin, Dustin Poirier mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was the last time you heard it. And you're an MMA guy. It was mm-hmm. the last time you were, you were having a conversation about that guy and he's ah. been beating some heavy hitters. Yep. But once you get knocked out by Connor, it's like, yeah, that's, that's what you're known as, I guess, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. So Connor loses, super gracious, you know, super, super kind to Dustin, was celebrating Dustin and was humble in his defeat, and I think that's how that's how you should be. But, man, like just the amount of people celebrating another man's loss. even Dude, even if you're not a Connor fan, even if you're not a Tom Brady fan, just going out of your way to celebrate a man's loss, like, man, it makes me question if you've ever competed in anything mm-hmm. – if you've ever lost at anything, if you've ever put your heart into anything, even close to that level, I bet not. I bet I've, you've been a guy in the fucking stands your entire life, man. Because if yeah. you have, dude, I'm not saying I'm a Tom Brady fan, <clears throat> right? Like, I'm not going to, that's not my team, 
right? Tampa Bay nor nor the Patriots. Man, I appreciate good football, but just watching a, a man accomplish what he's accomplished, holy cow, like now it's funny because he's going to the Super Bowl again with Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First year with mm-hmm. a different team outside of the Patriots. That's Patriots awesome. aren't even in the playoffs. This guy figured out with that team, <clears throat> they're on top and they're going to the Super Bowl. So I guess he's going to get the last laugh, or maybe he gets the last laugh no matter what because he's in the arena. And he's a competitor. Mm. He's not one of these people in the audience. And I'm, I was borderline even questioning having this this discussion because you don't want to give just people in the stands a voice. But I do feel like sometimes even <clears throat> people I respect are out there celebrating it. I'm like, man, you just got to be careful. You do, and I think I think a lot of it too is yeah they yeah they've not competed. Yeah, there's all those things that you just mentioned. And even if they have, man, you got to wonder. All right, was it like Uncle Rico playing playing ball back in the day? Was it how you used to bench 405 back in high school? You know, was that the extent of it? But then more importantly, what I think, man, is just what you had pointed out, just protecting your thoughts, protecting your words, because maybe you are a good person. Maybe you have competed. Maybe you have done things, but you see others around you celebrating somebody else's loss, and you just jump on the bandwagon, and you're like, oh, yeah, and fuck just, that guy. It's like, It reminds me like in business, man. Like, do you want to be the biggest business by – by building the biggest building. Yep. And then by building, you know, and I can't remember who said it. Gary V. I heard Gary V. Cool. Yeah. So Gary V. talks about, you know, you want to build the biggest building downtown. Are you going to do it by just being the biggest building or are you going to tear everybody else's down mm-hmm. in order to be the biggest building? <clears throat> and it kind of runs alongside with that. Like, why you would want to take any time tearing anybody down? Mm-hmm. You know, yep. like, and if you want to sit here and say, oh, they deserve it or, oh, they're an asshole, like, hey, listen. Sports is entertainment, okay? Mm-hmm. Conor McGregor and what he does and the beef that he has with people, that shit gets squashed as soon as they're done fighting. Mm-hmm. And he's not the only one, right? Like, there's a lot of people that do things for entertainment, and there's just nature mm-hmm. nature of the beast or whatever it may be. But even taking that outside of it, like, I just I can't find a way to fucking celebrate another man's loss, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I respect a guy who won, and, like, hey, if, and if the guy who lost, if it's that big enough of a deal that this, man, this person lost, why aren't we... Shed more light on the guy who defeated him, mm-hmm. yeah, and what it took, and diving 100%. into that. And the first time I really saw it, like at scale, recently was when Tom Brady lost to the Eagles. It was like, mm-hmm. fuck, man. Do you know what that football team accomplished with second string dudes and a second string quarterback? It just holy cow! Mm-hmm. It was all about Tom losing, Tom losing, and oh, it was yeah. like, hey, you know what? You remind me of the same people that sit on your ass and bitch about politics. Yeah. Or bitch about things that aren't going your way, and you blame everything else on why your life's not successful. Like you just cannot wait. You're the same people that remind me of thinking every rich person's evil or stab somebody in the back to get there. Yep. It's like, dude. Yep. Fucking not true. Mm-hmm. Well, not dude, true. And if that's not who you are, if everything I just mentioned is not you, and you're hearing this, cool. Be careful what you're entertaining, and be and protect and be careful with just what you choose to put yourself around. And if people are celebrating that, like don't try to fix them, let people have their fun, but just maybe come back in here and fix yourself. <clears throat> Cause if I caught myself somewhere and all I heard, like if, if so Connor loses, right. And I'm, let's say I'm hanging out with some friends. We're watching the fight. And then there's four or five, six people that are just like genuinely happy that this dude lost and they've got nothing to say about Dustin. And they've got everything to say about this. Someone's this prick or this asshole, this whatever, like, mm-hmm. dude, I got nothing to say to you because it's like I'm who am I to go in there and ruin what you're relishing in? That's that's for you, right? But hey, you're just not for me. And I got to really 
man, I gotta just, I gotta question some of that. And I gotta look. I gotta take a look back into my circle and like, hey, get away from it. What man. am I putting? And, and yeah. dude, it's, but it's in leisure. Like yeah. this is if you think you making decisions about your circle, it's just gonna like stand out and smack you in the face. And it's like, oh man, I've got four out of the five people in my circle are heroin addicts. I gotta run. Like maybe, probably not though. It's probably little details like this little pieces of of just different perspective and mind shifts and just paying attention to what you're putting yourself mm -hmm. around i don't have one fucking person in my personal circle that i saw anything from on that mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. they're probably out doing their own thing yeah <laughs> and not watching or they're super super competitors and a, a buddy of ours james hobart what a cool guy that that guy is man we've we met him through brian shantosh i talk about these guys a lot i i, I really enjoy him he, he replied to my instagram story mm -hmm. James Hobart, just a class act, just a, and he's a doer. Yeah, he's he a is. quiet, just doer, right? Just a monster. And um, <clears throat> really enjoy that guy. But he replied to my, my, my Instagram post. And I said, you know, uh, any man who celebrates another man's loss, that's loser shit right there. And he spelled out literally, like, like he said, the, or literally the loserist of shit. And yeah, it's like, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Spot on. Like you can, man. I haven't had anybody from my circle disagree with it, but it's also, man, like you'd be surprised where your mind goes if you're in a certain circle mm -hmm. and you got to recognize that, you know, and some people that I was around, man, I'll just be, it was man. The reason why the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl hit me so hard with Tom Brady is because I was just venturing into real estate. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's just go there for a second mm -hmm. <clears throat> where, and I'm not going to mention where I was at because the people that not everybody there was bad people. And it, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't even matter. And I'm not here to shit on anybody or call anybody out and like use this as leverage towards someone that, that can't be sitting here at this table to speak. But the place I was at when I, um, very early on in my career was right around that Philadelphia, New England, um, Patriot game, Super Bowl. And I remember some of the atmosphere there after that Super Bowl. And I remember, dude, I literally, the first time ever, I ever, I remember posting about this, I was still in a tie. Yep. All those were the days huh? with, a, with yeah. a nice shirt. And I remember I took a selfie and I just talked about like, I actually quoted Conor McGregor yep. because somebody had where, where this originally came from, the quote that I was using was when they asked Conor McGregor about this and it was when Ronda Rousey for uh, finally lost. And he just, he just like, Hey, like that ain't for me. Like, I'm just not the guy that's going to celebrate somebody's loss. Like that's not, that's, that's for, that's for weak people. Mm -hmm. And, um, it is. <clears throat> and then that Super Bowl happened. I was right at the beginning of my career, and, and I was just kind of, like, sitting and just analyzing. Like, people were coming to the office the next couple of days and, like, what they were talking about. And I'm just like, man, cool. I can sit here and just become another complainer. I can sit here and put all my energy into pointing all you motherfuckers out and where your, where your mind's in. But who am I? Maybe mm -hmm. you like that your mindset's there. Maybe life's not that fun for you, and it's just more – it's just easier to just complain and be sarcastic all goddamn day and – Celebrate people's loss. Cool. Who am I to who am I to unsolicit advice or life shit to you? If you're listening to this, that's your own damn fault because you're on our <laughs> podcast, right? So it's not unsolicited. But instead of putting energy into that and just be, and being just like them, just yep. pointing, right? It's like I just gotta, I just gotta move. And ironically, dude, this is like right before you mm -hmm. and I sat down for a second time, and yeah. I was like, "Hey, man, <laughs> I've been around for five minutes. Let's do this." But I got some ideas, yeah, dude. Let's let's, let's roll when we roll. Hell but, yeah! And I want to get your opinion on this, Eli, too, before we before we kind of wrap yeah. this thing up. But yeah, man, it's just interesting. And I think again, like my point was, hey, <clears throat> if you catch yourself doing that and it's not you, cool, Co just correct it mm -hmm. and go, man, fuck, I am kind of 
I have been celebrating that. Man, that isn't me. Like, and it was more lighthearted. It was more to just have some fun with sports. But shit, does that bleed into the rest of my life? Like, am I not protecting my thoughts and my behaviors? Am I not protecting my circle mm-hmm. and what I want to put myself around to constantly? Dude, like, for example, no matter who we're around, right? Our personal small circle. Yep. Our families, people we do work with. Mm-hmm. Dude, those circles are so similar as in where my mindset's at, where the positivity is, where the pro- productiveness comes from. Like mm-hmm. I'm never in a place that's toxic. There is no there is no family circle, friend circle, professional circle, business acquaintance circle, whatever different circles I got going on that coincides with my big circle. I don't have any toxicity. Mm-hmm. I don't have any like, yeah, man, like these guys are yeah, they're fuck nuts, but they're from high school, man. And I, you know, I've just, it could I've be. We forever. just don't allow it. Yeah, just it don't could have be. It. Yeah. I just don't. I don't allow it. Like I'm never yeah. in a place that just would allow that. Well, man, what I think often gets overlooked, and um, and I think people don't want to say this. Like we put so much emphasis on positive thinking and how powerful positive thinking is, and of course we know like positivity, of course, is very very good, right? But what I think people underestimate is how powerful negativity is, yeah. and they don't give it enough respect um, to the to the fact that like just something like that, celebrating someone else's loss, that's that's a negative thing, man, and it is so powerful. And I mean, think of the think of it this way: like if we're not so extremely careful about what kind of negativity we're letting in, um, like man, and maybe it's just me, but I could have an awesome day. Right. Everything good happens. And then I, and I'm careful how much I let it affect me, but one little thing happens or one client says something or one person gets something happens. Right. Like it always does. And man, that fucking seed gets planted. And then it it just grow. And I'm like, man, that is some powerful shit. And I like, I watch my words. I watch my mind. I I'm all about positivity. I'm optimistic, like the most optimistic, optimistic person I know. But even with me, one negative thing happens, bro. And that little seed gets planted. So I just want to point out that people should, we, we talk a lot about positive thinking. We should also talk about the power of negativity because it, it, it's not a weak force, man. You just got to address it. You got to have a control measure, right? Like yep. I know, I know, um, and it's, it's not mine, so I, I can't take it. It's, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's Tony Robbins. It's like his 90 second rule, right? Mm-hmm. Like when something happens, like he gives it 90 seconds and if he can't take something positive from it, he just lets it go. Have to. It's gone. Yep. And then you if there is something to address and yeah. be upset maybe and yeah, but feel then, it. hey. Yep. Recognize and I'm big on that. Recognizing yep. like I'm big on recognizing something and feeling something. <laughs> Eli, you're very familiar. I might vent in the car mm-hmm. and just like get some shit off my chest. But like you listen to it because that's me literally getting it Looking off my chest it. and getting yeah. it out because then I'm starting to search for and I'm probably a little more than 90 seconds. I haven't perfected it, so I'm probably like... <laughs> sure, sure. It's not 15 minutes. It's yeah, probably yeah. like 93 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Between 93 seconds <laughs> Maybe and Maybe nine minutes, minutes at most. <laughs> right? Maybe nine minutes. Right, and I'm getting better at it, but it's like I'm verbalizing it, and I'll get some frustrations mm-hmm. out, but I'm also searching for a positive piece in there or a benefit of doubt in there or somewhere where maybe I'm the blame in there or maybe mm-hmm. I could have done better because if, if I take the, the credit for it or the blame for it, I have control over it and I can make it better. Yep. And I'll search for those things. And then you just, man, you just got to move forward. But it's, again, that's why I love talking about how to do that. It can't just be like, hey, you just got to let it go. Like, well, how? Again, like use a Tony Mm -hmm. Robbins 90 second rule. If there's nothing positive, you can try to take from it. In 90 seconds, let it go. If there is something positive you can take from it, take the positive, move on. Let Mm -hmm. the rest go. But you've got to have that little plan of action set in place. And you've got to deliberately be looking for that within those 90 seconds. It's got to be intentional. 
or it's not going to happen, yeah. you know. And I, um, Chris Powell, another friend of ours, uh, we've done some stuff at Shaw's with him. Really cool guy. Chris Powell, I'm, we're just throwing all kinds of names out there today. <laughs> Chris Powell, really cool guy. We got to hear a lot about him uh, when we were doing an event with him, and he he got super personal with some of his stuff, and it's really cool. And he made this post the other day, <clears throat> and he said, "If you got eighty four thousand something mm. something dollars in your checking in account, the bank, yep. and somebody steals ten dollars from you, like you're not going to go take the rest of your." $84,100 now and like just throw it down the fucking drain, right? Because mm -hmm. somebody stole 10 bucks from you. And he's like, because that's what you're doing because you've got 84,000 something seconds in a day. Yep. And he's like, when someone has a bad moment or, or, or it just isn't very kind to you or there's just something that's just negative mm -hmm. for 10, 20, 30 seconds, like there's just something there in interaction during your day, however many seconds that was. Well, if you give it your whole day, you are, <clears throat> you are going to take the rest, yep. the other eighty four thousand dollars in your in your checking account, and you are going to throw it away because mm -hmm. that's what you're doing with your time. And we never value time mm -hmm. as much as we value a checking account. When I was first reading his post, and I'm like, "What the fuck is he talking? about? Fuck no! Why is this?" But I didn't. I was taking yeah. it literal. Like, yeah. no, fuck yeah. no. I'm going to try to find out like who stole it so it doesn't like. Yeah, keep going. But that's the point I should have taken from like, hey, who keeps taking ten seconds from my day? Yeah, bro. A lot. Because if you look at it literally, all right, I don't want to just wreck my entire checking account because of 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. But if I don't figure out where that 10 bucks got stolen from, if it keeps happening, I won't have any money in there. Here's so I got to So I got to find it. I got to. Yes. I got to like I got to troubleshoot and I got to source where that 10 bucks got stolen so I can prevent it and it never happens again. Right. But hey, I, I can't. I can't spend my entire dough or entire energy just looking for it. But I need to look at it so well, I can eliminate. It, right. And, so hear me out. Yeah. 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 If you, if you translate that to what he was talking to about like, hey, not only do you not want to waste the rest of your 84,000 seconds in your day on 10 seconds from someone, more importantly, don't even let that person that takes 10 seconds, 30 seconds, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, don't even let them come around to be a repeat offender. Like mm -hmm. you've really got to analyze people mm -hmm. that are in your circle, like where those cracks kind of end up. And where I think a lot of people miss out is... Like maybe they're reading that and yes, a hundred percent, you could have some people that have your debit card and you don't even fucking know it. Right. Yeah, bro. However, what I think is the case with most people is we have subscriptions out there that mm -hmm. we fucking forgot about and mm. we're forgetting that we're charging our own shit. Yeah. And what that is, is, uh, random things you have no control over. Maybe this isn't a personal life. Maybe you're that person in your life that's making neutral things mm -hmm. negative. Someone cutting you off in traffic some cashier being just slightly annoying to you or having a little bit of an attitude, another fucking warranty call for your, for your phone, <laughs> for your car <laughs> that, that call, you know, there's all those little things during the day, celebrating someone else's loss. Yeah. Um, there's all those little things that I think more people are doing more negative shit on their own. They don't realize it. And they're dumping out their own bank account. Right. Yeah. I, I think more often than not, it's us doing our own negative things than other people having that influence in our lives. Yeah. Well, and it's like, it's fun to be sarcastic or it's fun to like, just mm -hmm. be a little lighthearted and just kind of talk a little shit. And, and you and I do that sometimes yeah. with our friends, but it's like, man, as fun as that is, like it's gotta be in that right atmosphere. But mm -hmm. then you also got to pay attention and be deliberate that I'm having fun right now. And we're talking a little shit, but like also kind of keep it at bay and don't let yourself yeah, yeah. get out of hand. And then before you know it, man, and I've caught myself before, like you and I be driving around. And I'm just like, dude, Am I being negative today? Like, <laughs> this is like the fourth thing I've complained about, and yeah. it's only 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a laugh, yeah, and I will literally stop fucking but complaining. That's you recognizing it, yeah. You got to recognize it. Yeah. And it's well, and dude, like, you know, as careful as we are about keeping negative people out of our lives and keeping our circle small and all that, 
how easy is it to pop open social media and Facebook oh, God. and all those barriers that we've created go out the window if yeah. we let them, you know, cause we're yeah. scrolling and some motherfucker yeah, says some stupid political thing and you're just like, Oh God, how do you even have a right to say that? Blah, blah, blah. And then we start this whole cycle in our they head. Do, yeah. You well, know, first and foremost, they do have a right to say it. And then here come the rebuttals. Yeah. But how many people are getting screened? I know. And I don't control Facebook yeah. as close as I am to Mark Zuckerberg. But it's just those, not my place to But those 10 seconds you. add up, bro. And those are those things where it's yeah. like, I think there are subscriptions that we have. You're like, oh, shit, I signed up for that fucking thing five years ago. It's been charging <laughs> me 10 bucks a month for five years. It's true. It's Damn true. It. You just, yeah. No, Matt, what a great way to, and this is why I always value you and I having some banter on here because the way, like, you see things are usually different and probably a lot smarter. Um, <laughs> no. I know Tosh would say that. Like, the questions and <laughs> perspective are usually way better than mine. I keep telling bro, if I did this podcast by myself, I would literally turn it on, and I would have a cricket sound effect. Dude, I literally <laughs> have the the most assists on the planet. Like, I, I throw so many <laughs> oh, alley-oops up for you. I just slam dunk and sound brilliant. Right, right. I'm the guy getting it up out of the ground, and you're the guy that just gets to, like, no. dust off the bronze, you no. know, and make it look fucking clean. I'm the guy that, like, made the fucking bell, <laughs> including the crack. You're the guy that gets to dust it with the white glove, and... Only everybody only saw you, but because <laughs> no I love you, man, like it's okay. Oh, um, but no, man, it's it's true. Like you just have to be careful. And the reason why I think this was worth a talk today, and, and we're gonna let you guys get going, is because I do think a lot of good people that are out there trying to be positive, not necessarily trying to be positive, but just trying to get their shit going or trying mm -hmm. to be, for the most part, productive. Needed to hear this, you know. Like one guy that I see it from a lot, man, and I love his comedy. I can't listen to his podcast. I can't listen to any of his life. But I can listen to his bits. Bill Burr. Oh, yep. Knew you are going to say that. He's hilarious, dude. Is That guy is so hilarious on his bits. But, like, when he's, man, when he's commenting on his podcast or people writing letters, like, the dude just sees the world from, like, just super negative, sarcastic. And I don't know mm -hmm. if he just maintains that because it keeps him in the zone to write a bit. I don't know. But it's, like, it's fucking draining, dude. I can't, like, I can't just, uh -uh. I can't just sit there and listen to someone bitch. No. It's not my place to tell him that because he's super famous and successful and, it's, and it'd be unsolicited. But I compare that Bill Burr to like, hey, are there any friends in my life that are just super cool folks or family members? But like, they're just constantly in this zone of bitching. Yeah. It's exhausting. Or are you that friend? You have to ask yourself oh, yeah. a if, legitimate well, question. Let's be real. Are you that person? If you're like, no, Will, <laughs> my circle's great. Yeah. This podcast ain't for me. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey. Code red, code red, <laughs> mayday, mayday. It's you. It it's might you. be you. Yeah. It's you. People are just being too nice. Not, and you know what? Maybe not. Um, but I feel like when people get into that zone, man, like it's physically exhausting to talk to them. Mm -hmm. It is. You're just like, hey, dude, why the fuck are you complaining or so much? Like, man, I get it, bro. Like, golly, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, and and dude, there's um, it's all in the subtleties too, like. Again, you may not think you're this person. And I try and do these self-assessments too. Because even me just calling myself the most optimistic person I know, that's a terrible thing because yeah, if, oh, I, if I actually think that, then I'm not being aware of all like the negative shit that's actually coming out. But from you time were though. Time, I'm you sure. were kind of like, I don't know if you were the most optimistic, but like I definitely, just like you balanced me out and you, yeah. you've given me great perspective and working with you every day, man, it's been huge, right? We, we know that. But I feel like I've helped you as well, my, humbly, mm -hmm. right? Like, I feel like no, there's been times where, like, you weren't urgent enough. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no, dude. I, like, we kind of need to light a fire in your ass a little bit because yeah. these things over here, hey, bro, that over time is a nightmare. That's cancer, yep. you know, yep. um, when it came to, like, people that just shouldn't be on the team, mm -hmm. things like that. And it was like, hey, it is okay when some things warrant some urgency. Now, 
your interpretation of urgency because of what you had seen before was like people being just outlandish or belligerent or just fucking assholes. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 you don't got to be angry to be passionate. Yep. You don't got to be an asshole to be productive. It was your, yeah. it yep. was your interpretation of it, but that literally kind of made you into the zone of like, you were just middle of the road. All Too the time. passive all the time. Too passive. Yeah. And some things do matter more than others. You would say others. things yeah. to people, they wouldn't even know you were correcting them. Yep, 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 exactly. It was it was astonishing how well you did at that. <laughs> like, your ability but, your ability to just roll through life frictionless. <laughs> You're like the most aerodynamic, top secret fucking plane on the planet. <laughs> You're like a goddamn UFO. Not the most effective, just though. flying in and out and like... Polluting the world. Not no. the most effective, though. No, but it was yeah. it was it was impressive how well like you and I would have a conversation, and you'd you'd have the conversation with the person right in front of me, and they just oh they just liked you, and like no oh oh nope they don't nope they definitely don't understand what you're saying. See you there you go. A listening um, change is different. Yeah, so that's where yeah. I have been trying to get better at still keeping my Eli style, but understand between wording and delivery how to still keep myself from well, feeling yeah. negative but elicit a response from somebody else and and speaking of style anytime you, you've got to like make some changes your styles is going to change you know why mm-hmm. because your style of like making appropriate correction mm-hmm. you've never done it before yeah so, so how you're know. how you're going to approach it you're, you're not going to be in the zone yeah you're not going to you're going to kind of feel a little uncomfortable you've just got to get it out and then over time mm-hmm. of when when those reps are necessary you just get better at it. Yeah. And and then you also, like for me, like my style, I, you know, because it's also, especially if I'm your leader, it's also on me because I'm your leader. Mm-hmm. But if there are some things that aren't just me owning, there's some things I want to correct with what you're doing. I also want to throw some compliments in there of what you are doing. And I also want to recognize your intent. Like when someone's intending to do well, they're just kind of missing, they're, they're just missing the puck a little bit. It's like, hey, I recognize, say that. Hey, I recognize what you're doing. I, man, I appreciate it. And you're definitely working hard and I appreciate that. Hey, we're dismissing it because of this. Mm-hmm. But really like speaking to people's intent, especially when they have a good heart, especially when they mean well, if your corrections are just the correction versus getting deeper with someone, you're going to wear them out. And the last thing you want to do is like wear people out that are really are trying Mm-hmm. That really have good intent. That just don't necessarily have the intuition yep. to make the proper adjustments. <clears throat> that'll be at. a whole different podcast yeah, of leadership. That actually, should I'm writing that down. Yeah, but that'd be a great podcast as far as leadership. But man, just some of those things. But if you're listening to this again, like benefit of doubt, we've had a great response from our audience. We really appreciate your guys' support. I think we all, even myself, sometimes just need a little perspective change or just a little correction, a little adjustment, a little reminder of like, oh shit. I'm not necessarily protecting my thoughts or my mindset as much as I could. And like, man, yeah, me celebrating Conor McGregor's loss also just makes me complain about somebody that got promoted over me. And you know what? Maybe they did earn it. Maybe you don't know anything about Maybe you don't know everything mm-hmm. about them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did earn it. Or maybe instead of you being upset that they got a promotion, you didn't. Maybe just keep working to that promotion. And if you really think it's a toxic environment and somebody's got it out for you, that's fine. Grab your balls. Go somewhere else. And go be successful in a different atmosphere where you're appreciated. There's always a resolution. There's always a way for you to take ownership of it and then continue to move forward. But I challenge you guys to kind of like address some of those things as you move forward throughout 2021. And looks like things are getting better as far as COVID and, and whatnot. And but hey, it's still going to be a challenging year. You've still got to keep your mindset super super sharp in these control measures of that 90 second rule or just venting to a friend. But venting to a friend, not for the sake of just venting, but to find some resolution in there to find some ownership in there or to find some benefit of doubt in there. The four agreements, great book. Mm. If you guys have not read that, dive into that book. 
um, especially about, you know, one of the topics is not making any assumptions. Um, really good, really good piece in there that, that I think would, would strike a lot of folks. So otherwise, have a great week. Today's Monday. Hell I don't yeah. know if you're listening to this on a Monday, but it's a Monday. We're positive. We're getting after it. Stay sharp. Stay diligent. And um, we will catch you guys on the next podcast. But Bye. for now, we're out of here. Day $1, zero. Out.